Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, this is Joe. Um, I'm just doing a quick thing here because it was pointed out that we hadn't really done a proper intro to this, so you might not know what's going on. So this episode, we're interviewing George Kane, who directed the film that David did earlier this year called Apocalypse Clown. And uh, he's also he also directed me in um, an Apple thing I did. Um, yeah, and we're chatting to him, but we didn't really explain that. So we sort of dive into stuff and anyway. Okay, cheers, bye. Hi, Joe. Oh, God. I thought you. I thought you were going to do the, the uh, <laughs> do it in the dark. <laughs> I was like, oh God, I would prefer that. Hey, 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 David. How are you? Good. Nice hat. Yeah, thought I'd wear it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be more of a witness protection kind of thing. I could. George was in the dark when I came. I thought, oh no. Put <laughs> <laughs> um, light on. Well, yeah, just like, I don't know how to sort of deal with this, George. Just can you turn the light on, mate? Pull the curtains or something. Shit. Should Where I are you? It doesn't matter. Uh, no. Um, oh shit! I haven't pressed record on my. So there's recording here. Oh yeah, no. Me and David are meant to do quick time, but you can. Um, you don't have to have head. We found right. out you don't have to have headphones because. Uh, your George doesn't care. <laughs> George is going to find I'm out. Oh, yeah, really? You know what? Maybe George does. George, do you care? Well, do you want to know? I'm curious, yeah, about the feedback loop and things like that. Well, the thing is, George. Um, anyway, that's boring. Um, uh, how are you, George? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm not too bad. I'm in my mother's house in Kerry in the mountains, southwest of Ireland. So, Oh, nice. Um, I'm here with, with, with Danny. So, yeah, I've got Monday to Friday down here with him, just doing a bit of remote work and hanging out with him. Yeah. Quite nice, quite chilled out. Feels weird talking to you, George, with a microphone in front of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I was not saying you're like my mother, but I imagine if I talked to my mother with a microphone, it would be yeah, like, exactly. what are you doing? Because <laughs> it's out of context, isn't it? Does not feel weird? I feel, imba- to not like I feel embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel embarrassed, George. I'm going to turn my, my light off. <laughs> George, why are you making me blush? Uh, I think I think because you're like a school teacher. I think it's like you've seen your teacher out of school. Me? Uh, yeah, it is a you? bit. Yeah, you go. No, oh, it's the... like seeing my son's school teacher. Right? It's a bit like seeing Mr. Jones. Yeah. So, how do you think you're doing, David? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, not <all> right. great. <laughs> <laughs> 
I saw my old French teacher on the train 20 years later. And uh, I sort of jokingly said, oh, you know, joking about school. And, and I said, oh, sorry about, you know, if I misbehaved. And he genuinely said, you weren't the worst, Mr. Wilkinson, but you were definitely one of them. <laughs> oh. And I went, let's stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. you still get I, I think I ran into the headmaster of my primary school like a year or two ago at a bus stop and I still there's still a part of me went oh, yeah how are you the whole thing I was like I still called him Mr. Hadrill <laughs> George is your life is your life really busy at the moment because of the film um, it's pretty busy well I'm, I'm in um, I'm in the edit on our Dick Turpin show that Joe's in yeah oh yeah sure so I'm sort of uh I'm sort of, it's not too bad. I'm doing both at the same time. So we're editing those episodes and kind of locking them while also, you know, keeping an eye on the promotional stuff for the film and uh, yeah, what the next steps are. And, you know, so it's not crazy. It's not as bad as when you're filming, but it's busy. It does sound. Whenever I see you, I always, I think I always ask you, how are you dealing with it? George? <laughs> <laughs> how do you do it? George? <laughs> Why don't you have a breakdown <laughs> when you're directing a film? No, you know, that does happen. Um, or do you? No, I don't have a breakdown. No, it's uh, <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't have a breakdown. No, no, I've had a breakdown. <laughs> I don't have breakdowns. Why do, you, why do you think I do conversations in the dark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just time management stuff. But I'm, I've usually got stuff on several things on the go. Anyway, like if if I'm directing something, I'm usually trying to think of the next thing. Or you know, this this clown film was running alongside everything for ten years. Yeah, so for that 10 was always years. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an Edinburgh show, wasn't it? Um, I don't know if it made to Edinburgh. It was Dublin Fringe, anyway. Oh, I thought you did yeah. it. Oh, right. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, we were in Galway a few weeks ago, and that was, I was saying it there, was literally the, like 10 years pretty much to the, to the day since the idea began at really? the same festival. Um, like the first discussion about <clears throat> what should we do next, and this clown idea came up then. And since then, it's been writing, drafting, getting people involved, trying to get the money involved, trying to hold the money oh together. God, how long stuff takes. I know, it's crazy. So, so yeah, it's been, that's, I was thinking earlier, like everything I've done since I moved to London in TV, Clowns, that project has always been sat beside me the entire time. Yeah. And so now that it's like. Was there um, any points you went, ah, that's not happening, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I know, several times, yeah. Loads of times. I, like, I wasn't part of the project for a few. What was the journey of it like? Not that I want, I, I think I want to know the, you know, like for years it was in the draw and then we had this and that didn't happen. What was the yeah. sort of ticket? What was the? Um, it, it started because uh, the, the, so the writers are, were known as Dead Cat Bands. They were like yeah. a comedy rock band did Edinburgh and Melbourne and all that stuff. Um, but they had written a play called Clowns with the three characters loosely based on sort of on themselves. And they were just three arguing clowns after a shit children's party. And, um, but they're really who funny played my, Who played my, my clown, George? I'm not sure Shane, I ever asked. Shane O'Brien. Did, did he? He did, yeah. Oh, right. So he was having a little look at me every day. Yeah. Wondering how I was doing. <laughs> was he going, Shane, yeah. Shane. <laughs> Oh, dear. Ah. Oh, I'm glad I didn't know that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, for a long time, they were going to play the play the clowns. But, um, yeah, we made this, like, accidental mockumentary thing called Discoverdale where we chased Whitesnake around Scandinavia for a few days and we just ended up making this sort of feature thing but um, that spun off into this we really like working together and uh, yeah, hang so on a minute hang on put the brakes on that George yeah, you yeah. chased Whitesnake around <laughs> yeah. yeah 
We did. Yeah, yeah. You remember no. White Snake, Joe? A hundred percent. Well, I couldn't maybe. name one of their songs, but they were a, no, a I heavy, couldn't actually. If uh, they're a heavy rock band, I, yeah. I, yeah. They they kind of came back up in the mid eighties, the hair metal sort of poodle rock. Era. Yeah, they had the big big hair and yeah. But he was one of the probably had guitars that were you know the bass bit had points instead of <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just yeah. jagged maybe yeah, two yeah. arms on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they've had 60 members over the years. So. Fucking hell. <laughs> <Everybody. Yeah. laughs> 60 plus members. He's David Coverdale is the one. David Coverdale. Yeah. What? David oh, my Coverdale. God. I've just. <laughs> oh, God. I've just remembered. Out, I just remember. You've met him. I just remembered something. You've met him. Oh, they sang Here I Go Again. I don't know if I can say what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> what were you going to say? Is this love. That's a big one. Okay, if it, it tell me after we can edit it out. But the, really early on in the internet, there were forums, weren't there? Yeah. And David Coverdale used to have a forum where you could talk to him. And me and my friend Richard used to go on there and deliberately mistake him for David Copperfield. <laughs> and uh, he used to get really pissed off with us. <laughs> We used to like, how do you make that? How did you make the Statue of Liberty disappear? And he'd go <laughs> fucking bananas. <laughs> I, I don't think he, he'll hear this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We did it religiously. Yeah. Like mums. Yeah. yeah. Fucking <laughs> different Funny names. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I haven't heard that name in years. I don't think I knew it was in White Snake. Sorry. He was in Deep Purple first, and then he yeah, it was in White That's Snake. how I know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was just this funny idea that the lads in the band decided the funny idea with Discovered Out was the lead singer decides to break up the band and wants to track down his birth father, who he's convinced is David Coverdale from Whitesnake. So he wants to go and confront him. So we went and genuinely chased the tour. Like, it all happened super, super quickly. Like, in the space of a week, the producers were like, well, they're on tour now. Just go, go chase him, go try and do something. And, uh, you know, like five, seven days later, we'd written the outline of something and we we're on the streets of Oslo with a tiny crew, just improvising Bloody stuff hell. and stuff, trying to hassle the security guards, talk to fans, try and get into the venues while the producers were back home, trying to get in touch with the management team and get them on board and everything. So this totally accidental thing happened and it's really fun and it did well at festivals and David Coverdale got involved a little bit as well. And uh, so we got an amazing ending. <laughs> so, um, Shit, that's amazing. Yeah. So it was really fun. And then that sort of, we were like, well, what will we do next? Let's make a proper film. So we decided to make one about clowns. <laughs> yeah. And did you say this will only take 10 years? Yeah. Let's go on with it. The last one only took three weeks. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The opposite end of the spectrum. I know. Yeah. Once you get, you know, actual money involved, that's when it gets tricky. But, um, what was the point where you knew it was going to happen? Like, is there was there like, because I feel like with you, David, with Brian and Charles, it, the whole time you were going, yeah, nah, still won't, might not happen, still might not happen, because yeah. it just feels like it's completely on a, a you know, like a knife edge yeah. the whole time. Like, I mean, it was day one shoot for me. When I spoke to you in November, in the November, November, George. Yeah, I think so. Was it, a de it was a definite then, wasn't it? Uh, it was it was definite as in, yeah, we were like obviously talking to you and casting and stuff, but like, yeah. you know, like, until you're actually after 10 years and all the ups and downs, until you're actually there on set with the yeah. clapboard going, all right, we're doing it now. But even then you hope nothing goes wrong and you get to complete it. But yeah, it, it was, I was really right until the last minute thinking, who knows, you know.
I remember, I'm sure I read something about With No and I after the first week's filming. The financial sort of came on set and just went, no, that's it. So, yeah. I think so. They'd actually started filming. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really good for your peace of mind, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's no fun, that side of it. But it was just a thing of like developing it for years. And it was a whole, I mean, I think I told you, I must have told you about Dave, there was a different, it was set in West Africa for about six years. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like clowns doing humanitarian work that they were not invited to do and just being a nuisance in West Africa. And it was a bit of a Tropic Thunder kind of scenario. Um, and we were kind of close to making that, but like, I'm very really? glad. Kind of, yeah. I mean, we like, we, we were always just shy of the money we needed. And even then, I think it was like ambitious. So I think when we kind of decided, like, this isn't going to happen, how can we make it work in Ireland? And kind of rethink the whole thing and keep the characters and the journey of it all, but try and figure out what's the best way we can make this happen in Ireland for money. Yeah. COVID was happening. So we had to rethink that. And then that kind of fed into it, like, became this apocalyptic, you know, <clears throat> cross country Roland Emmerich kind of idea in Ireland with the clown car. And it's sort of like, all right, this seems like something that sort of makes sense. Uh, let's let's kind of carry on doing this. And then Screen Ireland, we're like, yeah, keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, for the last, I'd say, two years anyway, um, it was all about doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, and we pulled it together. You we know. should probably tell the audience what the, what the premise is. Of Apocalypse Clown. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Sit tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I always try to describe it as one of those... You know, those disaster movies where like a bunch of ragtag people team up in the aftermath of some global event and try and travel across the country that's fallen apart, gone chaotic and anarchistic and all that. It's that, but it's in Ireland and it's with like four clowns and a reporter. So it's just this insane clown road trip across Ireland where they think, you know, all the power has been knocked out. There's no Wi-Fi communications and everyone's gone feral in the space of 24 hours. Ireland's gone Mad Max and the clowns think it's their time to shine. Weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's 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 a nice line. <laughs> it's yeah. our time oh, to shine. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's completely ludicrous. Like it's it's just utter nonsense start to finish. But it's just one of those joke machine movies, I think. There's loads in there. It's a really high joke rate and it just keeps moving. It's just uh it's just bonkers. Like it's it's like an old broad studio comedy in that way. It's like it's not an indie movie in that way. I mean this is a compliment, but you they don't they don't those films don't really exist as much anymore. That's like, what you're saying, isn't it, George? Air, airplane. Yeah. 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 Well, they, oh, they got, uh, yeah, go on, sorry. So, no, I was just, I rewatched a bit of Airplane and it's so nonsense. And it's, mm. I think on paper it shouldn't work, but it's just because it's so relentless, it yeah. carries it through. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. joke yeah. after joke. And it's just like, yeah, I, I love it. I still love it. Yeah, and I'm like, but they just don't. Every three lines. Is it because they're yeah. really hard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it is really hard, hard to write that many jokes. To people yeah. go, let's not even now, do that. What is it like? Is it like 2010s or even earlier? You got Zoolander and things like that, but or the Lonely Island movies like Popstar or Hot Rod is ridiculous. But like they just. I'm not saying Adam. Is that the Adam Sand? Adam no, Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. So yeah, I've not yeah. watched that one. But is that they're very funny? But again, like really, really silly. It's just about stupid ideas. Uh, but yeah, they, they just don't really make them. So we've kind of, I think, done something slightly perverse where we've kind of aimed big and tried to make a big, broad, really silly film in that way on a on a very severe budget. <laughs> we, yeah. We've we've always been obsessed with broad comedy because yeah. it's so hard. It's like so I think hard. everyone, and I, I don't mean, but people sort of sniff at it. 
Yeah. But I'm like, try and make most of the world laugh. And that is really, really hard. Yeah. But yeah. people sort of go, oh, it's really broad. And you're like, no, I'd love to do that. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah it's impossible. <laughs> it's really hard. It's easy to be, it's easier to be, you know, surreal. Niche, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. And, and you sort of go, oh, bugger, yeah. Imagine, imagine most people like your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that stuff's come up, you know. It's like, yeah, it's a bit, you know, some people are a bit negative. Like, it's a bit broad, but like, I, I actually, you know, feeling stubborn about it. Like, you know, these polls of like the 100 greatest comedy movies of all mm. time or whatever. And you look at the top 10, 20, you've got The Jerk and Blazing Saddles oh. and Airplane and all these yeah. films that are just out and out, broad nonsense. Yeah. And they're like, people, Spinal Tap is pretty broad as well. Like, people are still watching them now. Yeah. But also quite sniffy about it, you know. Well, we've tried to write, we have tried to write. Yeah, yeah. And we've given up, and we. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't do paint it. us in a great. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you stick at it? Um, it, was hard. It. it was, it was hard. Yeah. Um, but also, I think, like, I kind of like, I think because when they work, they're brilliant. But when they don't, they people can really. There's no safety net. Do you know what I mean? People just go, ah, that was rubbish. Whereas if you do something a bit weird or something, you can kind of. They can. It's harder to sort of sniff at, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I think, I think you've got to be brave to do it. Yeah, I think that we just uh, threw everything at it. It's really like David's brilliant at it. Natalie Palomides is this. Uh, can you put that on a loop, please, James. <laughs> David's brilliant. David's brilliant at it. 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 David's David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant at it. David's David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant at it. David's David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant at it. David's brilliant. All edit out completely. No, he's fantastic in it, but like this character Fonzo that Natalie plays is like. The, sort of the cliche of the scary clown, but the joke is that she doesn't realize it. She doesn't know how horrifying she is and right. just wants to belong and wants to be part of a troupe, but no one wants her around because she's terrifying. And the whole thing that she's maybe gone scary. And she's, she's just so out. funny. Yeah. It's just. Oh, you came back raving about her, don't you? Oh, honestly. That's uh, one of the funniest people. I was like, I've ever shut met. up. <laughs> no, it's <was> great. <laughs> yeah. No, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's one of those things where you just go, right, we're just going to do this. And we're going to commit fully to the man. Oh, and, yeah, you know, exactly. if there'll be people out, out there like us, you're going to love it. And some people won't get it. But I think, you know, it's it's surprisingly accessible considering how weird it is or how weird it sounds. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to. you got one chance to make it. Where can I, is it? Uh, is it on release everywhere? Like, what's the... Yeah, where's it be, being released? It's being released September 1st um, in Ireland and the UK at the same time. Um, they're still sort of nailing down the exact sort of size of the release in, in the UK, it's definitely going to be in, in London and cities and things like that. Are you going to yeah. do like a, what do you call it, premiere? Yeah, this, yeah, end of the month probably, there's going to be something uh, just before it gets released. Um, so we'll be dragging people It's in proper cinemas, George. It'll be in proper cinemas, yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it, though? I was in, uh, I'm in Ireland now, I was in Dublin in a, in a cinema the other day to see the Turtles movie. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the teaser posters up in the, you know, what did that feel like? That was good. I haven't seen that in person yet. I've seen a few photos, but it is it is nice. It's just like named in the bottom. When when we were when we did Brian and Charles, yeah. I don't know if I told you we were in um in uh, LA and me and Rupert went to the first night on Friday night. It was massive, like multi screen. I walked in, I was like, fucking hell. Cause you couldn't believe it was on in 
yeah. and went sitting there and like five people sort of walk <laughs> in this massive screen. But even then you're like, thank you. Thank you for coming yeah. in. Taking everyone's but, hand. But I really wanted to sit next to one of them and just go, that's me, that is on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Do you reckon you ever get to the point where that's... You can't. I don't, I don't even believe Tom Cruise would get to the point where he sees himself on the big screen and goes, nah, whatever. It's so <laughs> mental, like, yeah. in a cinema. It's it's amazing. It's got into cinemas. It's it's um yeah. They're gonna have in Ireland, you know, those kind of big. They call standees. You know, the big sort of cardboard standing up posters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like like that's a novelty. So and it's a really cool poster. Will you will you take one after and have it somewhere? I'll just take it straight away. Oh yeah. So to so not actually advertise it. Yeah, (laughs) it's more important. My ego is more important. Yeah, that's uh. Oh wow. That'll work well on the podcast. I'll tell you what I've got here. Oh, this, we don't really worry about the podcast. Fucking nose. <laughs> oh, is that nose. the red nose? Yeah, I wore that for oh, 30... That's, that's your, your nose, red, yeah. yeah. Imagine how much days. bacteria is in that. <laughs> oh, it gave it a good old <laughs> scrub. <laughs> Look at that. It looks, like it, it looks like the shape of something else, if I'm honest. They're, <laughs> what? They're quite moulded noses. They're actually... A knob. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. He's back. Ah. Uh. <laughs> was that the whole way through the film just yeah, it was yeah, no, there was a lot of fiddling it was yeah, um, yeah. When, when you when you do the makeup in the morning David did it start to grate you know when no you know, I actually really uh, enjoyed it because I got a lovely little massage at the end of it. <laughs> did you really did I got uh, offered a massage on uh, the apple thing and uh, I was like no thank you I was like, no, I didn't take rudely, but I was like, no, well, I've never been offered a massage at the end of the day. Well, just, plumbers don't get that. I was like, what are you on about? Oh, like a man of the man of the people. I <laughs> know, oh, but like, it's weird. I've never, I've never been offered a shoulder massage by anyone. No. Oh. <laughs> love the silence. <laughs> well, I was offered, and I thought, oh, I'd love one. It was they were from Belgium, weren't they? They were, yeah. Yeah, Not a Belgian makeup team and costume. Yeah, makeup was kind of minimal though. Yeah, I, I got away with it. Whereas Natalie's was Natalie's as well. Yeah, far. I'd get in at like half six and she'd be there for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. I I had a bald cat once, and that would take three and a half hours every yeah. morning. And me oh and Lucy, God. me and Lucy, you know Lucy hair, yeah, hair makeup Lucy, would be in about f- five, and just me and her. And she had to do this thing where she put it on and she'd sort of have to flick this stuff to, to sort of blend it. Oh, yeah. So there'd be an hour of her just doing that. And the first couple of days is chat, obviously, but it's morning. So just, just all the way around the back of my head, just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Awful. But, George, yeah. how do you direct a movie without losing your mind? Genuine question. Are you just built differently? Um, you hunkier. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, I've never, I don't know. I don't, I think it's just there's some really boring answer to it, but like I plan, you know, so like to try and keep things straight in my head. If I've got I've got a shot list for myself every day and I have a little format I've been doing for ten years and I just like kind of lean on that pretty heavily. Um, is it that you sort of started with short movies and just each step away just got more and more confident with it and yeah yeah i think so i mean i was doing like the odd short film and stuff like that but the first thing i did was a channel four pilot because i'd made a pilot myself just while i was working as an editor and kind of made it on the side and sent it to shane allen in channel four ages ago like 2007 wow and uh, it was it was kind of mental like he just um got back like a month or two later, but was like saying really positive things about it and said, oh, you should definitely, let's meet up next time you're around. So I just booked a flight immediately. And what was went. that? What was the, what, what, what was the, the, the idea of it was like, if the day to day was like about movies, you know, so like the Barry Norman, Jonathan Ross film show is that format, but treated like it was the day to day sort of thing. So I just like shot top five movies at the box office, a behind the scenes bit, an interview bit, 25 minute pilot in that format and sent it to him. And, uh, he introduced me to a company called Green Inc. in Belfast. Off the back of that, they were making a comedy lab back then and kind of got got the gig. So I kind of leapfrogged into that. So um, were, you an, were you an editor? Did you train as an editor and stuff? Yeah, I went to film school, but I kind of specialized in that and was working in a small post house in Dublin. Um, so I was editing like music shows and holiday shows and, you know, factual stuff mostly. Um, but I was writing my pilot alongside trying to, so they let me edit in the weekends and evenings. And I kind of like did that bit by bit for about a year and a half. Yeah. And then like did a little test screening and stuff like that. And then this sent- is this bit people don't know about. They just see these super oh, exactly. directors. Exactly. Did holiday shows. A graft goes behind. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> took a while. We did the butcher. We did the butcher. We did the butcher. Yeah. So when I moved to London. I started, I met Rupert. Yeah, I've been saying Majendi, and I started to doubt it for years. Is it Majendi or Majendi? I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can say it any way you like. I Majendi. got it in my phone from the first time I met him. It's Mahendi, like M A H, and I only realised like it's five years ago. Shocking how no. often Rupert comes up on this pod. <laughs> really, <laughs> really weird. Have you had him on yet? No, no. He's making a film at the moment. That's right. Oh, With Tim and Tom's. Tom's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think I, I met him, and he was doing lots of like shorts. And <laughs> I've got Rupert in my phone, down in my phone, five times. <laughs> you should call this guy Rupert. <laughs> I can yeah. just press any button on my phone, and it phones Rupert. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he introduced me. Like I, I met him, and then I was just available to kind of shoot and edit stuff, and I wanted to meet. Right. How did you meet him? Sorry, how did you meet Rupert? I think I think I was put with him through my agent. Might have just set up a meeting. I don't, I'm not sure where he was at the time, but terrible I, decision. I did an online thing. With terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible decision by your agent. <laughs> Obviously, immediately fired agent. Dropped her, but yeah. I met you two as a result. So um, yeah, we made. Uh, you wrote the butcher, and I, yeah, yeah, uh, and then we did uh, combo and combo. JJ. Yeah. Um, Combo JJ, yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I still yeah. have praises from it in my head every now and then. Yeah, Sparkazoid City. Um, <laughs> what was that one? Sparkazoid City. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need context. Thank no. you. He's already funny. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's what I was doing in London, making short sketches and things. That whoever was up for it, and Fergus and people like that, and then uh, oh. trying to get. 
trying to get you. Like I'd done stuff in BBC Northern Ireland. I'd made this white snake thing. So I, I'd done that just before I moved to London. And then are you still uh, editing at this point? Because I'm always fascinated how people survive. You know, yeah. when you look back and you go, but London's really expensive. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing probably quite a lot for not much money, correct? Mm. How yeah. are you surviving? Because I that don't. Was the thing. Like I had a bit of money in the bank because I'd done the Northern Irish shows, which I also edited, which is like you never do. I'd never do again, really. It's a huge workload, but I, I had a bit to survive. But um, as soon as I landed, within weeks, I got I got to do like one day shooting stuff for Live at the Electric, which you were on, I think, Joe, back in the oh, day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So do you remember? Were you, were that... you shooting it when Joe was on? Um, well, were you I... doing the pre stuff? I did yeah, like like uh, not not the live show, not though. the live stuff. No sketch. What did, yeah. what did I, you do? What? Do you remember Jigsaw? Um, yeah, yeah. What they got Jigsaw. It was uh, Dan Altapos, yeah, Dan Altapos, yeah. Tom Crane, and that. So yes. I did a day self. I self got it. Uh, four sketches for them, so they were played in live. Obviously, so I was in TV Center. I think you, you and Diane might have been on stage one of those nights, and they played in some sketches to the audience. Yeah, um, that's what they did in between. Yeah. Uh, was that your first big thing, Joe? Or was him and her before then? Him and her was before that. Um, right. I did, uh, I think I showed you one of them, David, the um, the astronaut thing. And I worked with this director who was brilliant. And I, I've i been trying to find him because his name's not on the credit. He was so good in, on that show. And uh, we, um, we I've never done anything that's gone because that was like so wildly over budget. <laughs> And uh, but he was fantastic. I can't find his name, but he did all these. We did this one, like these astronaut sketches, which used the owl one or whatever, and all this sort of stuff. Oh yeah. And he just made them look. They were. It was you know like obviously as I'm not a director, I was like this could look utter shit. Yeah. Like the whole day I was going, this looks, this could look fucking bollocks. And then whatever he did, I was like, fuck, this guy's a genius couldn't then immediately forgot his name and haven't been able to find him since but he must be working because he was fantastic yeah do you know him i don't i don't know, <laughs> I don't know him at the time <laughs> i was wondering where he was going probably because of, there's a lot of bends so it's, it's maybe bends yeah, ben, ben, there's a lot ben's. of bends there are a lot of bends <laughs> i used to be my thing hell. when i moved to london i was like i, I need to like get through the wall of bends <laughs> i'm gonna get a job <laughs> God, I've never realised. <laughs> the wall of Ben. Um, this is the director, Ben. Yeah, of course it is. Hello, Ben. Oh, dark hair as usual. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh but God, what man. I was doing for money, because that was like, I thought, oh, I've got a job straight away. You know, I'm in. I'm in the BBC yeah. and I'm directing stuff. And then very little happened for the rest of the year. So because I was an editor, I started doing assistant editing, doing night shifts in a place called The Farm. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Digitizing tapes in Camden, in Camden I believe. Uh, they were, yeah. Um, and and Soho and so but yeah, it was like Chatty <laughs> Man episodes and just right. raw footage of Alan Carr overnight, just putting them in the Do you think that talk was like when you look back, you go, Oh, you did learn loads because I'm sure lots of it was boring, but did you learn lots of stuff that you then got to go, Oh, in, that's now now I did all doing that. night shifts. Yeah, doing night shifts. I meant no. editing. <laughs> no, I learned nothing at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Was, Great yeah. question. <laughs> I, it was stuff I'd already David done, continue. you know. But it kept me going. And then, uh, yeah, it took a while, but stuff managed to gradually start cracking. And, and I got into it like another year, year and a half. Things opened up. God, you have to really stick at it, though, don't you, with stuff? Yeah. I'm thinking about 
when you, when you haven't got an in. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh God, what is? Please, can I do something? <laughs> Please, yeah. yeah. I'm running yeah. out of money. Yeah, God. that's it. Yeah. yeah, we're just making making our own stuff as well, like making stuff for you guys or Fergus, whoever was just like a way of sending things to a development person or producer and going, I'm I'm around, I'm making stuff, and you know they like yeah. it. And you in to meet something, and somebody just needs to take a chance on you at some point. So yeah. gate gatekeepers things really scary though. You know what I mean? You go. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter how good your stuff. You still need someone to go. Yep. Yeah. Mm. The oh, weird no. thing, like the thing that happened with me, okay, when I did uh, crashing, was like I made one of the shorts I made in Dublin just for a laugh. It was just a kind of experiment in something. Was the thing that swung it for me to get that job because Phoebe really liked that style of that short and the kind of the oh, end. You worked with Phoebe, didn't you? Yeah, well, that, that was her yeah, first Phoebe, thing. Crashing, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that just before Fleabag? Yeah. And it was about because I remember a friend of mine t- told me about it because uh, he was doing it where you you basically live in empty buildings so no one robs them. Is that right? Yeah, property guardians. Yeah, you're basically like technically security, but you live there. Yeah, um, I, I met someone doing it. And, uh, yeah, did you see it coming with Phoebe Waterbridge, George? No, <laughs> I mean she's, <laughs> she's, it was. It was interesting because we were editing Crashing and I saw the pilot, which was the first episode of Fleabag while we were doing that. And she'd already made that, I think. So that hadn't aired or anything. Oh. And uh, she was starting to look at directors for the first series. And so we were like real excited because we were getting bumped up to Channel 4 and that was all going well. She was great. And then I think Crashing was out the start of the year. And I'm pretty sure by the end of that same year, she was on Jimmy Fallon, like eight months later after Crashing went out. And then, so obviously, feedback must have happened or been aired in the meantime or something. But it was unbelievably fast, um, mental. Well, was she like impressive to work with? Yeah, like she was brilliant, like really enthusiastic and funny, and just invested in it and loved. Like yeah. she come back to the monitor and like love what she was seeing, and the cast got on like a house on fire. Which was a really, really good time. Um, she's really smart, obviously, and funny. But you know, you don't go. She's going to be writing Bond in a few years. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. You know, you don't, you don't think that, but um, you obviously know she's going to do well. And the, the feedback pilot was great. Um, but I don't know. Anyone could have predicted that. Do you know what you could have done in that of... moment, George, has gone, yes, I did. And I said <laughs> to my friend, within a year, she will be <laughs> yeah. on some of the biggest American chat shows. Yeah. <laughs> and then people listen. Mark, oh, that my words. That yeah. guy knows his onions. Although I was saying that Liz Kingsman, she was on uh, Time Wasters. I remember thinking I could see her being on SNL in a few years or something. Oh, really? I know. And she's done that one-woman show, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, Jim and her are the hot couple. Yeah. Is she, is she, is she gone on to what's she gone on to? Is she, because I'm now thinking, is she, because I no one, no, I don't know what I'm saying, but has anyone <laughs> pre- <laughs> I got Sorry. excited because you said SNL and I thought I was going to ask. And then I realized that she probably isn't on SNL. She's not on it. SNL, but she's like, she's taking the show to New York. So I don't know if it's like off Broadway or something, but she's like getting pro. So she might be in people's radar flipping. Yeah, actually. she's, I don't she's know on if, the way up massively. Is anyone from over here? Is she, is she? She's Jim's um, partner, Jim Archer. Oh, is she? Yeah. Crumbs, Australian, now originally. I get power couples. Sorry. I was yeah. like, I thought Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, sorry. No oh my God. Anyway, I'll stop. Were well, you going to say, is anyone from over here being on SNL? SNL, yeah. I don't know. Was someone from like, not the nine o'clock news era, somewhere around there, maybe? Well, turned up in a... Phoebe Wallerbridge has actually hosted. Hosted it, that's right. Yeah. SNL, which blew that's my mind. I don't know anything about it. Is that a big deal? 
Yeah. Massive deal. Is it? <laughs> Massive deal. It is. I mean... <clears throat> What's it yeah. like hosting over here? What sort of... Oh, there's nothing like it over here. It's like match of the day. <laughs> it's like being Gary Lynn. Like you hosting match of the day. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fergus Craig is doing match of the day. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Fergus yeah. Craig? And he, what, he's doing a special one. one is it off. that big though? Yeah. It's right. launched so many. Yeah, like, I sort of knew that. Eddie Murphy. I don't know anything about it. Bill Murray and all that kind of thing. Some great books about it. Yeah, I've got them. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why I felt the need to look behind me to prove I have. And do they, oh, everyone who knows that this is a bad question, but do they create new material every week to perform? Yeah. Yeah. And Oof. my obsession with it is how unhealthy it is. Yeah. That's my obsession. I'm not really obsessed with the show. I'm obsessed with the writers because well, they, the yeah, they all burn out. Because it all it's all their dream job, and within like two or three years, they fuck that. Yeah, it's like because they because they finish, and then on Monday morning they're like, right, William Shatner's on next week. What have you got? And they're like, yeah. nothing. I've just fucking burnt <laughs> oh my out. God, yeah, it's horrific. I'd you know love to phrase something like it doesn't go on because it's ready. It goes on because it's Saturday. Yeah, right. So. And every week they think this is the week they're going to have to play a rerun because we've got nothing. And then, and they all, and they do this weird thing where um, I shouldn't make this an SNL thing, but they, they, um, they all sort of write, they've got a way of like writing all the way through the night. That's just a tradition that they, they can't break. So it's like, doesn't matter that it's like, it makes them a wheel. That's just what you do. It's like, no one sort of comes in and goes, no, I'm going to do nine till six because after <laughs> that I'm burnt out. Yeah. Everyone just goes, right, I'll have a nervous breakdown for two years. And, yeah. But, yeah, that's my obsession with it. But anyway, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> Dave went, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. What's that? Sounds he good. went, nah, well, well. <laughs> well, I don't know much about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, turn your camera off. <laughs> so you're, you've just done Dick Turpin thing with Joe. That's right. Yeah, in the edit on that. So I don't know. I'm not sure when that's out yet. Next year, anyway. But uh, it's gone. How many episodes is that? There's six, and I did the other three, and uh, Ben did the first three. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Ben. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. Uh, Ben Ben Palmer set it up. He did one to three, and I did four to six. Uh, Yeah. So it's great. It was weird. It was weird not having a Ben. This last three, it was. It, it's off putting, <laughs> I think, for a British comic. Yeah, Who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. <Come> here, ben, <laughs> uh, yeah. that guy I know does not look like a Ben. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really good. It's bizarre, wasn't it? Ah, oh, it's um, it was one of those things where in the middle of it, you go, you see why they don't do period stuff though, because you just yeah. move around. You go right. We're in Shrewsbury tomorrow because we need a castle. <laughs> Yeah, and we're oh, is in, that what was happening? Yeah, we're all in Chatham because we need a tunnel. Because you can't have anything <laughs> like that that looks modern. Yeah. So you go, ah, I get it. We need oh. a woods. Yeah, like you know, seventeen hundreds. Yeah, it, everything. Um, like you know, like on if you're doing like a normal thing, it's like oh, we'll film around the corner there. There, everything's within one town or driving distance. One mile of Ricky's 
out. Yeah, 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 basically. We need a street, Ricky's street. We need yeah. a shot, Ricky's street. Um, but, um, yeah, this was nuts. We were all over, and uh, it was probably, oh. co- probably costly, I should imagine. Yeah, you've got some big old names in that. Yeah. I was in a car with, for 45 minutes with Hugh Bonneville. What a Tuesday morning That's that was. What I mean, George, what's it like saying Hugh? Could you do that another way, please? It's uh, uh, it's a little strange. Um, <laughs> lovely man, Hugh. So you He's can lovely. assume, uh, assume you can do yeah. that. Right. Okay. This is a question. No, he was, he's a real pro. He's brilliant. Yeah. When you're dealing with actors and... Um, oh, God. Right. Remember, we're both one, so we could go yeah, like arseholes. <laughs> and they're not doing it correctly. Yeah. Or how you want it. Or if they go, no, I don't think I should do it like that. And you're up against the clock. What the hell? How do you do it? That's that's no fun. <laughs> the clock <laughs> is the problem. But if you're, yeah, like, I don't I... think my character would say this, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> is it okay for a couple of weeks? I call you Ben. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It must be so hard though that side of it. It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that happens like all the all the time anyway. But like, it? it's, you got time and you, like, you have a chat and you're like. I don't know. This line feels a bit funny. But hopefully, you've worked that stuff out in rehearsal, if you have the time for that yeah. right, beforehand. Yeah. But like, if you've got half an hour left and you, you're having to have this long conversation about something, it's it's quite so stressful. It doesn't <laughs> happen that often. No. I did. We didn't get to rehearse in the first bit. I think the second bit with you. Yeah, I have to admit, was absolute godsend. For those that just that morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just you went. Because it sounds stupid, but you go, oh, I can actually think about the acting now rather than the... Yeah. It's such a really stupid note for someone. But you go, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing, so now I can make it better. Yeah. We well, you know, yeah. most of the time you're sort of going, okay, but do I come in? Why am I holding a pen? Why am I <laughs> yeah. holding a pen? You're worrying about the pen or whatever. And then, I know, yeah. And it doesn't take that much time. Once you've done no. it, time, you've like, got like 20 minutes went, in the room, you go, okay, write your notes. Yeah, that was, that was good. It, it's great. Mm. But yeah, I mean, definitely. I remember uh, I did a show called Flack years ago that had Anna Paquin was the lead in it, and they got to do an episode on a plane that had a, um, Bradley Whitford from The West Wing and Get Out and all these Scent of a Woman and all these films. So it's uh, not quite a two hander, but they're together a lot. And I remember like the first day I'd met him, and I, the first day, kind of first take, they do a long, like three minute dialogue take. And I'm sitting there, and about half 30 seconds before I know I have to call cut, I'm thinking, I've got to go in to that room <laughs> uh, to the Oscar winning Anna Paquin, who's just on the Irishman and uh, Bradley Whitford, who's just on the post with Spielberg as well as West Wing and all this stuff. <laughs> I have to go in and go, right. So here's how you can be better. <laughs> um, oh, you do what that though, George, you just have to yeah. go, right, I'm doing it. I'm going I just in. Say, Here I am is, walking in. This is how I think, you know, maybe a suggestion or two <clears throat> go in. I just ha- have to do it, you know, and uh, you want to do it, but like most of them are great, and it was it was a nice experience. But like you still have that moment going, who yeah. am I? <laughs> yeah. Can I can yeah. I say something that I think I think you have a lovely way about you, George. I, I think, think that you helps. have a lovely way about you, George. And I think that makes a hell of a difference. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's yeah. My, yeah. yeah. My, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, leave that there. No, I agree. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, you do. I think you do. You do. You kind of. You sort of go, I want George to like me. <laughs> like so I'm going to do it his out way. on set. He, he went... spat at me quite a few times, but apart yeah. from that. Well, you needed it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't happening. Mid-take. 
<laughs> that was the way of George saying cut. I don't, okay. uh, I don't really lose it. Uh, so I get grumpy and, you know, I moan about stuff to whoever sat beside me, but like, I don't, I don't crack. Really. Yeah. 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 So did you go over to Canada with Apocalypse Now a couple of weeks yep. ago? Yeah, after, after Galway Fantasia Festival, yes, big genre festival. So we got to see if the jokes work for Canadians, and they did. They went really well. Um, yeah, the the second screening on the Sunday, like the very first line of voiceover, some mad cackle down the front. You're like, okay, we're gonna be all right, you know. Oh, uh, did you worry? You know, you're you're sat there. Yeah. Like oh, what's that, that like was the... sat watching people oh, watch your film. It's really uncomfortable. It's it's like. You get to the good bit, but also, you know, for the first 15, 20 minutes, you're like listening to every single, you're like, laugh. No? Do you remember, do you remember the Cockfields, David? And, yeah. and I remember, you, like, we had, well, we didn't realize it was going to be, like, that was a bit of a shock to us as well. We thought it was going to be like, one of, you know, the one of those cinemas at the bottom of a hotel, you know, it was like 40 oh, yeah. people, but it wasn't, it was a proper one. And we were, <laughs> I think you or someone yeah, it's said... It's not exactly so, laugh a minute, is it? No, um, and you, I think you said, you really find out where the holes are, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> not now! <laughs> it's too late. And then they'll laugh at moments that you... Yeah. Oh, they laugh. No, laugh no, totally, that, yeah. <laughs> what, where you put a spoon down? We nearly, <laughs> nearly cut that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to say so far we've had three three public oh, meetings and it's gone really really well and you get weird laughs in weird places but like all the all the key moments where you want it to land are landing yeah so yeah it's it's been really fun um but that's the thing with tv you never get to do that like you never get to sit in a crowd of people and watch your episode it's good <laughs> yeah you know you never get to hear the the gratification of the laughs you know and, and then in this now you got 200 people queuing up to go in and see it and it just feels totally different it's really fun like I and mean, when can you remember blast being in a cinema full of people or you're just cracking up with everybody like it doesn't really happen very much no no and that's that's our kind of dream for this is meant to be watched in a crowd it's meant to be seen in a cinema um like like those the films that used naked gun and stuff you know imagine seeing that for the first time with 300 people yeah I can't, I can't remember the last time i did actually watch a comedy in a cinema there's not many out. Like it doesn't doesn't right. happen. That's terrible. Yeah, that's I, remember, what... I do remember watching one because Petra kept smacking me because I was proper laughing. I think it was like I can't remember what it was. I think I know what it was. Remember Cock and Ball Story? Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. It was that and the bit where Steve Coogan drops a potato, hot potato down his trousers. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's about 15 years ago <laughs> didn't say it was recent <laughs> yeah yeah case closed yeah this is just my way of saying go see it in the cinema <laughs> yeah so when is it yeah let's do a promo when let's is the promo. date when September 1st uh, out in cinema Apocalypse Clown Apocalypse Clown September 1st UK and Ireland uh, is it all cinemas or some cinemas or <clears throat> some cinemas it won't be it's not Barbie you know but it'll be out there um, and there'll be trailers and stuff coming up in the next few weeks and, and press and things. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's like we were just talking about, it's one of those ridiculous films you're meant to see in a crowd. And it's just, it sounds like my yeah, cup of tea. Ridiculous broad comedy. Um, I don't think there's anything like it out there. I'll say. No, there isn't. No, it's no. weird. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, but it's accessible though. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly lovable, despite all the cruelty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 
Don't end on that. Despite all the animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I, I got COVID on set. Yeah. In fact, there's, got, there's a couple of scenes where I go, I had COVID in that set, and they didn't know when they were acting opposite me. I know where it is now as well. I can see it. Like, that's well, that's it. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Can I tell the, I think I can tell the uh, C- Cotfield COVID story now. Do you remember where we had the, uh, they they stopped production and they said, uh, they said, just so you know, uh, we're going to have to shut down. One of the unit drivers has COVID, but he's, Offset, he's nowhere near, and someone went, No, he's not, he's right here. How am I getting home then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, that was fun. I directed from a tent for a day or two. Pardon? I directed from a tent for a day oh. or two. Oh, God. I did. I did try trying for Apple, yeah. and uh, the director said the week before I was in, he'd done it on a laptop. He had COVID, and they were walking around with a laptop like that. Yeah. Going, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? Yeah, well, that's what Simon Hyde did it from his hotel room, didn't he? Two or three days in the Cockfields. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He zoomed in. Yes. He had to tell me, and I'd run in and go, Simon says do this. <laughs> run back out. Piss off, <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> Did I don't he? even yeah. like using walkie-talkies on set, and like to do that would be just an absolute head what was, So what was it like from a tent? Just sort of like, having to... The irony of it was that everyone else... What scenes? Been, what scenes were they? It was like, oh, well, you were missing for some of it, obviously, because you had COVID. So it was yeah. like, it was in a big... It climaxes in a big top towards the end, and it was just a big, complicated... <laughs> There's like 10 people in the tent, but I'm in a smaller tent outside with a microphone. They said like a voice of God system. So I'm like, hello, um, Bjorn, can you just after that point, just throwing in directions, um, watching it. How does anything get made? How did anything get made through that? So mental. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone. And do you remember all the uh, 10, 10 foot or whatever? Yeah. All that. There's a little little stunt at the end of the film. Don't yeah. allowed to say it looks fantastic, George. It turned out, <laughs> yeah. It's Can you a, give us a, ra- a general? It, does it involve a car? It involves three clowns. Uh, it's got a seeded throughout the film this um, trick that's too stupid to work called juggle knot, and uh, and the clowns have to try and pull it off towards the end. And um, yeah, David spent a bit of time on a metallic rig, and it's yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but it's. No. Uh, it's no. a ridiculous image. It, it reminds me of the Muppets for some reason. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. A, me- a metal, a metal rig, as in, were you hanging or something? Or standing? It was. It's a bit of a. It's a terror of people. Oh, okay. okay. You know? no. um, Enough said. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's ambitious. We like you know aimed high and squeezed as much out of it as we could. We only did it in like twenty three days total, and you know, um, yeah. There's a lot of love on the screen. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of love of it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? a lot of love off it <laughs> off, about all those you... women you got off with George during the yeah <laughs> platonic there's platonic love off screen yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never got off with more people in 23 <laughs> days than apocalypse clown <laughs> it was a oh, bonanza <laughs> of snogging <laughs> when you're watching it think everyone on that screen has got it's off with snob, everyone yeah. else yeah that's what i do during the screenings i just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Him, her, yeah. Him. First, second, third, fourth, <laughs> fifth. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, George, for coming thank on. Thank you Thanks for, for coming me. on Chatterbix. Um, I'm seeing you soon, aren't I, in a couple of weeks? I hope so, yeah. Well, I think yeah, at the end of the month we're going to do our Dublin yeah. screening in London. And, oh, uh, that's nervy. That's nervy. It's going to be great. It's going to be home crowds. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a home crowd, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be really fun. Um, yeah, can't wait to see you. Yeah. And uh, you'll have to come, Joe, to one of them. Oh, thank you. I was yeah. feeling slightly left out, but no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if there'd Thanks. be what anything in Brighton? Might be something in Brighton. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But definitely, yeah, when when I know what the London thing is. I think that's a no. I want to invite you. No, just come maybe up to London, you lazy bugger. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have I'll probably be down the red carpet and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you? Chatterbix. Your natural arms. <laughs> Chatterbix T shirt trying to get the numbers up. <laughs> uh, we're current, currently eighteenth, so probably that's worth good. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually it's yeah, fantastic. Well. Anyway, it's amazing. Especially if we've gone down three days a week. But anyway, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's fantastic well done no, thank you George thank you for coming on thank you thanks for having me it's been brilliant absolutely lovely to see you I'll see you again soon cheers yeah, George see you very bye. soon mate cheers right, bye bye Thank you.